You also can go down and have dinner or lunch at the Tower Club. I been, have I been there yet? I don't know. It's cool. That's what I hear. To, I think it's the Thanksgiving Tower. Nice. And you go up there, and they've got their um, their hoo-hahs, their little... Um, <laughs> what's the thing you can hit into? It's hitting Bay? Yeah, but what are they called? The Nets? No, they have the machine... Simulators? Yeah, thank you, a simulator. Took you that long to get to that? <laughs> <laughs> Really? You're asking me to follow really? follow a car that's swerving off the road and trying to tell you, trying to figure out what you're doing? Please. Should we bring one in and interview him at nine ten? Hmm. Let's talk BBQ. Maybe. If it... Let's talk pork butt. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL just naturally comes, right? I mean, it. It's just. Don't smirk at that. It wasn't that funny. <laughs> Didn't. To license the kick butt. They have engine. a wine room. Stop laughing at I... me. I'll give you the winners from the last five weeks. Well. And okay. I'm just going to say, okay. Well, we picked them. Um, did we? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Typical alumni. And you guys have no patience Watch for anything. How bad of an annihilating Annihilation, annihil, a, a beating, a beating. <laughs> I thought you were going to try and pull out colonoscopy again. Hey, morons. I told you I want to watch the hockey game. Now cut the golf sissy crap and finish up in there. I did do Mavericks post games until I got fired. <laughs> Craig Rosengarten. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine, the new issue. The big best of public rankings will be out this month, so stay tuned for that. We also have our big passport coming out. Very excited about that. So keep your ears listening for that. Probably in the next week or so. I would say this week. We're at the greatness of Crest. Ah, ooh, classic BMW today. It's close, close, close. Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway, and the Tollway. It's our home for the first Saturday of every month. That's kind of apropos. Okay. Because they sponsor the emergency break. Yeah. So I've had a little bit of a run. <laughs> and the last one was, it must have been a weak week because it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't one of your all-timers. Yeah. When you get into that run, though, because mm-hmm. there was two weeks, was it two weeks ago? Boy, the T-Box as a radio show could have had four. Easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Jay, back at the station, is always on guard. He's at, he has his finger on the pulse, baby. Yeah. And we give him a lot of reasons to hit that button. My paper right, is so, full. Do what? My paper uh, with the times are full every week. <laughs> <laughs> and you only limit it to that in an open? You only have the top seven yep. or whatever? Oh, yeah. I could fill that in and make that intro like 10, 15 minutes easily. So do you... You know, as the season starts to tread along and there's not very many events, you may want to start doing that. 
make you guys like an e-break podcast almost. Like, you know, we've got, what, two more weeks before the tour, the PGA Tour takes that winter break? For a week. Oh, it's for, for six weeks, I think. Yeah, boy, this year not seem that long. I know. They need to take a bigger break. Yeah. They really do. But gives us something to talk about. And like I said, come out here at Class BMW. They have a mouth-watering selection of cars. They have this new M8 right, convertible. This has Craig written all over it. It really? is gorgeous. Now, it might be a, too, a little too loud for you. I know you're the you're the type that likes quiet. What's that thing over in the corner, that orange thing? Oh, that's an old, uh, I want to say that's a, boy, I'm going to, it's either an old 6 Series or I, an old 8. Do you it know what looks, I think? almost looks like a Pantera. I think that looks like um, what Kid Craddock used to drive. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh yeah, it looks like Pantera, but it's a BMW. I'm trying to remember the era, what year it is. But, uh, yeah, they have everything out here. They have a go-kart out here. They got they got everything. And they have the new uh, M series. They have the 2, the 3, and the 5 that are just, if you so like wait fast. A minute. They don't make an M for the 4 series? They do. I think that's coming out. It's I, I'm not, I think it's like an in-between, uh, what do they call that, an in-between... Model, model yeah. year, but uh, they have M's and everything. I mean, gosh, you can get it in a six, you can get it in a, in the SUVs, you can get it in the X3, you get it in the X5, and that's if you want some extra power and you just like to hear an engine roar. And there's no no greater sound than that. And uh, don't forget all the pre-owns and no haggle pricing. Great as that on the pre-owns, yeah. Just one, one uh, price fits all. I know you don't like that. What if you, you like, like to haggle? Yeah. You do. There's a lot of people that don't. And and partly because you're not in uh, the practice of doing it. So you're, yeah. kind of, you're kind of behind the eight ball a little bit. So if you don't buy cars that often and you're not used to the nuances of give and take and all that stuff and, and the no haggle pricing works for those people. They yep. just they just don't want to deal. They don't want to know if they got taken or anything. They just want to know that's my price and that's what I'm getting, and they do really well with it. So, good for them. That's the way it works. And we'll be here till ten o'clock today. We have Killer out here today. Yo yo, yo boys. The what's bearded up? Killer. I haven't seen Killer with a beard yet. This is new. Mm. He, had a, he had a beard the last time. I, Did you? I had a short stubble beard. Yeah, not much, but now I've let, I'm letting it grow out. Getting thick, I have to use beard oil and conditioner and all that fun stuff on it. You no Santa shave Claus November. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> no shave November. <laughs> no. Well, this started back in September, so just letting it grow back out. By the way, it's a BMW 1980 M1. M1. Interesting. M1. Okay. Wasn't it's familiar with that back in the day, but it looks kind of like an old Pantera. I thought yeah, it looked cool like looking. one of those old Ferraris, but a little bit more on steroids. That Like a Magnum PI Ferrari? Yeah. A little bit. They have cool wheels on it, too. Yeah. That was very futuristic back in the oh, day. Oh, that's totally 1980s wheels. Oh, yeah. Looks like a DeLorean kind of. Yeah. The old DeLorean wheels. They're going to flip under, and you're going to go back in time. Yep. And who do we have uh, doing tickers today? Is it Samuel? I mean, you went right it by that. sure is. Killer was really proud of that comment. I know. He really was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to stay on time. That was know? funny, though. He's like, yeah, Killer was like, yeah, nailed it. And then Rick just went, get going. <laughs> Cat's <laughs> always getting on everybody to stay on time and <laughs> clock over content and all that stuff. So I definitely have no content. Oh, John Cabell, good to see you. One of the big cheeses here at Classic BMW. 
And uh, so we have Samuel, we have Jay, we have Killer, Craig, me. We have a, a full show to get to today. Maybe Eric Moss might pop in later. He said he's going to be here today. Hey, now. I always ask him because he's usually traveling the world, you know, jet setter that he is. But he'll be here today. You know, what, you know what car you need to buy? Okay, you're going to spend my money for me again? Yeah. All right, you're good Whatever Eric Moss is driving. He switches out so often. Yeah, though. but it, it's whatever's cool at the moment. Yeah. That's what Eric's got. See, I'd rather have his deal, right? Just switch out cars whenever I feel like it. That would be more fun. Yeah. You know, they do that. You know, some some places will do that for you. Anyway, uh, don't forget you got Ideal Golfer. you got the greatness of Bear Creek. And Irving Golf Club, first time it's been on since it's been completely renovated. It's cool. It's fun. Selling well, too. Worth worth, worth spending 20 bucks on. Yep, and it's uh, big, wide fairways. So if you have trouble hitting fairways, go to Irving Golf Club. And we kind of knocked down. Bear Creek's worthy, too. Yeah, it is. You can play either course. For the same price? Mm-hmm. Go to east. the west. Yep. Go to the west. Uh, east, east works, too. It just go depends. West. Or get two coupons and get playing both. That'd be a good day. Yeah, and you can also check out the passbook on there as well. All right, let's get this show on the road. A lot of stuff to get to. We have... Uh, Tiger winning last week. We have Rory winning this week. We have an anonymous pro survey that I always love. And one category in particular has to do with Texas, and it ain't great. No. Wow. I saw that, and I went, <laughs> that is not a Chamber of Commerce deal for the for Texas as far as golf goes. At 9-10, this is going to be a lot of hints. Craig and I have been through some. Craig had a health procedure. I had a health procedure that had totally surprised me, the outcome of that. Um, something I saw at gas stations this week that I'd never, ever seen before. Ever. Talk about that. Hookers? No. And I have a way out of no, getting out of it. I know what part of town you were in. And I, ha- um, I have a way to get out of an annoying phone call. Huh. We'll talk about that. And then uh, finally, CBS is uh, changing up announcers. I'm not, I don't know if they're doing it for the better or for worse, but uh, we'll talk about that at 930. But let's get this show on the road quickly. And up next, Tiger won last week, but anybody know it? We'll talk about that. Hey, good morning. 817 on the ticket. T-Box out at Classic DMW, Spring Creek Parkway, and the Tollway. People just meandering around, opening up the service bays and everything, getting ready. It's already getting a little, getting a little crowded. Get, get your car washed for free. You got a BMW? It's always nice. It's not going to rain for a little bit. So uh, come on out and see us. We like to see uh, friendly P1s. Even unfriendly P1s. We like all P1s. We don't care. They're all good as long as they listen. Right? Craig is fogging up already. Now I'm just going to see how long you go without kind of like your own little soliloquy there. Club Corps brings you this segment <laughs> and their one membership. Join a club and you can play the other clubs for Pretty good discount rate, and you get half off food. So that's one of the best deals ever. So you can get a membership, and you kind of get Play the world. world with it. You do get the world. Yeah, I've been the. In this year, I went and visited my dad and played a club court facility. Nice. I went to Atlanta. Yeah. Played Bears Best. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah, I hear that. So, is every uh, every Bears Best hole because it's the Nicholas? It's all the Nicholas holes. Yeah. Everything uh, uh, a fade for the right. Right-handed. You know, the only thing that was different, like we have Tour 18 here, and we have the Tribute here, mm-hmm. so you, we have replica yeah. golf courses, and they're fun to play, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, Even if you don't know the holes. The difference between them and Bears Best in Atlanta, yeah. the sand was different on every hole. Depending on where it was in the original course? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. And one of the course, I don't know what course, what course it was, I can't remember, but one of the courses had black sand. I'd okay. never played a golf course that had black sand before. 
Interesting. Bunkers. Black sand bunkers. Yeah. I wonder where that would be. Maybe Hawaii? I don't remember. I don't remember. Kind of like I that like, crushed lava. But, I, but I, I walked over. It was a par three. I remember it was a par three. I was like, holy smokes, what's that? Well, the best part is you should be able to find your golf ball. Good call. You would hope. Yeah. You would hope, right? All right. So last week, I think when everybody was asleep, including me, I don't think I watched too many shots of this. Tiger wins the Zozo. So he ties Sam Snead's record. 82 career tour wins. Okay, so before you get into the whole big hubbub about him winning. Mm-hmm. So he ties Sam Snead for the record on the PGA Tour. Uh-huh. However. Uh-oh. We have an asterisk? Kathy Whitworth has 88. Mm-hmm. I know. Does that matter? Well, if you're looking for... Pro wins, it should, but they're talking mostly about PGA Tour wins. Yeah, I don't think they're I don't think they're diminishing. So Kathy Whitworth is the is as the Zozo Championship is a limited field and all that other stuff. Is that really a PGA Tour win? I don't know. I mean, they, you know what they went? They had years when they didn't know what uh, how many total wins Sam Snead officially had. Right, because depending on how it was structured and how they gave credits, so it meandered maybe five or six wins different. Each right. time, and then they just settled on 82. I mean, a win's a win. And that was a big field. The strength field was like 530, so it was yeah, a big good. tournament. It gets him into a lot of stuff for the next two years mm-hmm. because it was so highly ranked. Like He's sixth now in the world. Yeah, and he's so he does, he doesn't have to worry about getting into any events anymore. He's all, he's in everything. He's fine. Yeah. I, I'm not worried about him. But uh, Okay, so we're, you're not worried about him, but given the way he played at the end of last year, he got his knee done. But before that, okay. did you think there was ever a chance in the world he'd ever compete again? No. Not I don't even think he did. your life. I don't think he did. I mean, I, I, I think I can, I, I can barely walk now. Forget I even I even think I said this at uh, uh, last week when he was leading is I thought his Masters win last year was comparable to Nicholas's 86 Masters win. Yeah. Last hurrah. That was it. You Pretty cool, though. It's... It still didn't feel it. No, man. I mean, because I was there. I, I was wasn't even a, the '86. I wasn't even a huge golf fan in '86, but boy, I remember that, and I remember how awesome it was, and how I—I I mean, I was getting chills watching it on TV. You know, Tiger wins the Masters. It should have been kind of the same thing. He, I was watched his whole, you know, his whole career. Now, now if you remember back when Nicholas won, what was got buried? He wasn't in the last group. He had to wait for Greg Norman to crater. He Tom was in height to crater. He was in a. I mean, he was well back, right? He was, but then he, I think he shot a 30 31. on the back nine. Yeah. 30, anyway, but he had to wait to see what Norman and Kite would do, and they both, Norman just totally screwed up 18. But anyway, it, that was still mesmerizing. Watching Tiger do it, the aftermath didn't seem to hold a lot no. of, the storyline didn't hold very long, it didn't seem. And, like. and ask yourself the why. Was it A, mm-hmm. it's not part of, it's the season's over, season's quote-unquote, over. Mm-hmm. B, it was in the middle of the night. No, we saw it. C, it was overseas. Yep. D, it was in um, it was in uh, football season. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's more focused on football now. Or E, he doesn't move the needle anymore. Like he did. I'll go E. Really? Yeah, because when he won the Masters, like we were just saying, it, it should have been monumental. And it, and it was for... To me, a brief moment, considering what he did. It didn't have the legs for some reason. I don't know. It's like towards the middle of the year, they did. I don't know. It just didn't hit me like it didn't have the uh, staying power. 
So they asked Rory. So Rory's Rory's in the lead this week at the uh, WGC, the HSBC. Yeah. Which, by the way, nice pick. You got one team in the money really good. I have Stoke. Uh, he was my stone-cold yeah. lock this week yep. to finish top five. I should have listened to you. I didn't. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so McElroy has is 30 years old, has 17 PGA Tour wins. Care to guess how many Tiger had at the same age? At 30? Yeah. I'm going to say 37. 50. No way. He had 50. Wow. So, and they asked him. I went high with 37. I know. And uh, they asked McElroy, what, you know, realistically, do you have a chance to get to him? He goes, heck no. Nobody will get to that mark. And I I agree. Two reasons. One, the fields are t- the fields are too deep. I mean, you don't see guys winning five times. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's not the real reason. And then the other reason is too much money, and people just get, they get lazy. I'm gonna say the, the, it's the same reason why you'll never have four twenty game winners in baseball anymore. You don't play enough. Yeah. You know, you don't start starters enough anymore in baseball. You don't play enough. They play twenty events. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, they're not playing. Look, if they decide to become gym rats and play twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty events. Maybe he's got a shot. I said they only do that until they're so bucks up. Right. They just go, you know what? I'm going to enjoy my I life. I mean, Sung J.M. doesn't miss a week. Yeah, but he's young. He's a rookie. Right. And At what point when he starts to win or he's in all the majors or he's playing oh, the WGCs? Huge. Yeah. At what point do he say, you know what? We're you, taking some breaks. Well, now you have to conserve your career. I mean, yeah. you're already making all the money. Now you've gone from trying to qualify for a tour card. Now you're... Now you're top 125. Then you're a PGA Tour winner. So now you get a two-year exemption. Then you start winning again. And then you kind of go, you know what? Enough of that. I'm going to concentrate on the majors like the big boys do. Yeah. And just go to all the, with, with, what, four or five WGC events? Yep. You no only have cuts. To play, you don't have to pay a handful That's of That's 200 grand right there, right? <sighs> just by finishing last place. Yeah, it's... So don't like it. I think that's that's been the downfall of the, of the uh, tour. The WGC events have been... There's too many of them. It knocked out too many secondary... Uh, tournaments that players normally would play. Yeah. And they don't care anymore. So anyway. he uh, McElroy also seems to think that Tiger can get to 90, possibly even 100. There's no way. I, You know, 90... 90 100 means he has to play, win 18 more. Yeah. And he's 42? 43. 44 in December. Not a chance. I could see him getting eight more. Me. Mm. But you know what? It's it's not something I'm willing to bet on because it's he's so far ahead of everybody else it doesn't matter anymore. I just can't believe he won. I just I can't believe he's competing again, which begs the next question: Does he pick himself for President's Cup? So they say it's almost a lock. They had odds, and I think he was like two to five to pick himself. Really, something like that. Yeah, I mean, he played 27 holes in one day. When they had the the rain delays mm-hmm. at the Zozo, and everybody thought his back was going to seize up, and he was going to, and he didn't. He did well, and he, and he, they said the best thing that ever happened to him outside of his his uh, back surgery is he cleaned out his left knee again, his fourth time, and he's finally been able to push off it. So he was getting to that point where a, a pro golfer rotates and springs off. He was trying to to um, baby his left knee, and he would slide, and that's what amateurs do. They yep. slide through the ball, and they have no power. And they were saying, whoever, I forget who was playing with him out there, uh, Matsuyama said he was uh, putting on a hitting clinic. I mean, really? he would hit whatever he wanted, and 
he, you can tell he doesn't go after it as much as he used to. But when he needed to, he had that extra extra umph, and he would clear, you know, he airmail trees that were 250 out. And he's crazy, and his putting's good back. So that's so Tiger Tiger in the mix is always good for golf. Yep. Always good. I just don't know if it's the same as it used to be. <laughs> so we'll have to watch that. Yep. All right, it is uh, 8:27 on the ticket tee box. Out at uh, Classic BMW today. Come by and see us. Spring Creek Parkway in the Tollway. That was brought to you by Arcus Golf. Go to ArcusGolf.com. Get your Players Prime program. Get discounts on uh, on green fees. You get free range balls. You get a Crush Burger. It's all there at ArcusGolf.com. All right, up next, we have not one, but two leaderboards. How are they doing? Talk about that next. The Stars take on original six franchise, the Montreal Canadiens. Tonight, inside the AAC for some Hockey Night in Canada action. Pre-game at 5.30, face-off at 6. Brought to you by Low T-Center, Noble Vines Wine Collection, and Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Rick, we're going to last bite, baby. Oops, sorry about that, guys. All right, you go to uh, idealgolfer.com. One of the great things about it is, if you love to play golf... You can play for half price, maybe over half price. You can play the greatness of Bear Creek. Very popular. They've got two courses, the East and the West, for a mere twenty nine seventy five. Pretty good, twenty nine ninety five, I think. Anyway, under thirty bucks. Yeah, under thirty, and you can play any day of the week, and it's good through a long time. Yep. Okay. You also have Irving Golf Club. It used to be Twin Wells. You wouldn't know it if you walked out there. Nope. It looks nothing has totally been re, uh, renovated. It's almost like a brand new golf course. A new clubhouse? Yep, new clubhouse and uh, very wide, generous fairways. And that is really cheap as well, so you can check that out. And then uh, don't forget the Ideal Golf... Uh, the Avagolf Passbook. Yeah, we've teased it on Ideal for the weekend. Mm-hmm. It'll be up officially on our other website on Monday, but yeah. here's the thing. If you know our Passbook, you know you get two dozen golf balls with it. You yeah. know you get... Over 50 rounds of golf, which mm-hmm. you still get. This year, we've added back the burrito at Fuzzy's. Nice. Free burrito. It's $8. Just go in and say, it. give me a free $8. <laughs> and then only while supplies last. So get your ears, keep your ears listening. Go grab this. We're giving you a Cabretta leather golf glove. That one size fits all. And you, and you laugh when you, if you hear that. I'm a golf glove aficionado. Snob. Your I golf am. club snob. I, I am. And I love that golf glove. I'm. I'm gonna. When you're not looking, I'm gonna probably take a couple more. I just love them because they they don't wear out. Well, you're gonna knock out a couple people to buy the passbook then. Nah, eh, probably not. I'm sure we could find some more. I don't. I bought them all. <laughs> it is what it is. It's whatever's hey, left. Come on, is I left. gotta get a little bit of consideration on this. Been with you for a long time. Anyway, check it all out. It's at idealgolfer.com. And as always, more golf, less cost. Eight thirty-five on the ticket. Good morning. It's a sunny day out today. It's gonna be in the low sixties. Nice and crisp. And we're at the greatness of classic BMW today, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. Pre-owns for sale, one price shopping. So you don't have to worry about haggling with anybody. And they have the new cars, too. Man, the 2020s are gorgeous. I mean, they have everything you'd ever want. You want an uber-fast car, an uber-luxury car, um, comfort car. They have them all. They have them all here, classic BMW. All right, 850. Sports Illustrated comes out with their anonymous pro survey every year. And some of the questions are pretty good. Some of the answers are, are pretty good because they're anonymous. Then they ask one question that if... <laughs> oh, if no, don't ask it. 
if you're a course in Texas, might be biting your nails just a little bit. But I'm gonna give. I'm gonna come to the defense in a in a a little bit on All that right. too. All right. This is brought to you by Old American Golf Course and the Tribute Golf Course, the two twin sisters out there in the colony. All right, so we have two leaderboards this week. The big boys are playing the HSBC Championship in China. It's a no-cut field. They've already played three rounds because they play overnight. And one Rory McIlroy, if he wins, he'll only be 38 behind Tiger. By the time he's thirty, and you and I predicted this. I, you know, when Brooks Kepke came out and said, you know, there's no rivalry because Rory just doesn't win. Majors. He hasn't won a major since I came on tours. That's what he said. And so, without Kepka there, mm-hmm. yeah, this is it. Just adds fuel, right? Sure. Rory wins. Well, but I wouldn't play. So this was natural. That was my stone cold lock for him to finish top three, the top five. I think I said, but him to win. It's a lock. We were uh, it's a lock. We were uh, doing the uh, photography of, of Bob's golfer of the month uh, out at Royal Oaks. Donnie Anderson, ex Tech player, ex Packer, great guy. He was a running back and a kicker, right? Punter, punter. Uh huh. And uh, kind of an interesting combination, right? Yep. Well, they used to do that back in the day. I know. Len Barney used to do that. He was a cornerback mm-hmm. and a punter, and Danny White was a quarterback and a punter. Mm-hmm. How many times did you see that? Outside of Sammy Baugh. Anyway. George Blanda. I digress. Yes, that too. Um, I saw Blake Smith out there, who's Kepka's, uh, Bla- who's Blake's uh, agent. And I, and that was right after his, his left knee was giving him problems because he slipped wearing spikes on slippery right. ground, and he kind of re-aggravated it. And, back, and I asked him, how's it going? He goes, I don't know. We'll know more today. And I haven't, I haven't heard or read anything since. Uh-uh. So I don't know how that's doing. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen. The smooth swinger. We both took. Back. We both took as well as a value play. He was only seventy six hundred dollars. Yeah. That was a value play. Shot a sixty five yesterday. Have it, I have both those guys on both my teams. Yep, Xander Shoffley. Interesting thing about Xander. Uh, as we go through this, I, I thought this was really interesting. So, my son came over for Halloween, and we're going through his career because he was a two thousand eleven graduate. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the year of Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and all those great players. Yeah. And we started looking at the invitationals of who played in those invitationals, and it was Emiliano Grillo, right. C.T. Pan, Wyndham Clark was that year, yep. Denny McCarthy was that year, Kramer Hickok. I mean, it was great. Ollie Schneider Johns was in that year. I mean, it was an unbelievable year. And when you look at all of them, Daniel Berger never saw Xander, who graduated mm-hmm. that same year. He just was off the radar, and he must have blossomed in college because – he wasn't anywhere in, in – I mean, I could keep going in that year. Never saw him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a single one of those invitationals. We looked at some of the Opens, never found him in any of the Opens. He's underrated, and he yeah. does really well in majors too. Yeah. Very well. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, he's at 13 under. I'm going down. I'm going to find some local guys. Uh, Patrick Reed, 6 under. Hendrick Stenson's got, finally got a new 3-wood or 3-metal. He's at 6 under. That lasted about 15 years. His old one really finally caved in on him. Bubba Watson, five under. I want to see where Mr. Uh, Jordan Jordan should be playing in this. And I'm looking. I don't think he is, is he? He's not playing in this? No. I thought for sure he was sticking around. I guess um, not. Maybe he did. I, no, I'm not I'm not seeing him. Yeah, I don't think he did. Interesting. Uh, Sergio's one under. Tony Finau, two under. It's one of those fields Adam Scott is six under. 
One of those fields, again, it's a no-cut, but they they have a lot of allowances. There's a lot of qualifications. Oh, he is playing. Is he? I didn't see him. Yeah, because you weren't going all the way down to 53rd. Sigh. All right. So he's, uh, let's see what he's doing. I want to see what his stats are like because I want to see how his uh, greens and reg and, because that's where he's hurt. He did double the last hole to go to to, to shoot two over. Driving accuracy, he's okay. Uh, He's 42%. That's not great. His scrambling is pretty good, 62. Greens and reg, 50. So he's not doing real well with the ball striking. And the putts, he's meandering. He's like tied for 36. So right now, until he gets his, his full swing game in order, his putting is what's going to save him. And uh, he's still trying to find himself. I, I have good thoughts. He's too good to, to fade away. Mm-hmm. But I think the longer it takes, the longer it's going to get in his head. Maybe. And I, and I don't know what's because he's, he's that way. He's, he's kind of high strung. You know, most, most really good athletes are. Uh, then we have... The Bermuda Championship, and this is the the alternate field. This is where a lot of guys get in that normally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And you have a three-way tie with Brendan Todd, Scotty Scheffler, and Harry Higgs. I had to look him up. Corn Ferry grad. He's one on that tour. And uh, he's 11 under. You know... But the lead there is Scotty Scheffler. Mm-hmm. He will win. Yep. He's and he'll win good. soon. He's a Highland Park boy. He's a, a University of Texas grad, a, a junior am winner. Mm-hmm. The guy, I can play. There's a lot of guys that can play, and that's the problem. You can do really, really well and still get, still get. It just took him a couple of years to get on tour. Well, I but that's it. all. Yeah, but still, I mean, you're looking at. When I read the stories, or even our our buddy Conrad Schindler, big P, ticket P one, mm-hmm. he's all he's top one percent in the world, right? And they had the Q school second stage in uh, Craig at, at Craig Ranch this week, and he played in it, and it was uh, it wasn't good conditions. No. It was awful. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it it just wasn't good. And he shot, but everybody I, played in it, so it's not like he shot even par. I, you know, the problem with somebody like him, and and I hate to say this, but he probably was. Um, he has conditional status. He won on that tour mm-hmm. two years ago, yeah. and uh, and he probably has status. So, you know, I, oh my god, I can't believe I've got to go into this weather and stuff. So he didn't he didn't do that well. But I'm just gonna. T- he shot. You needed to shoot. In that weather, if you remember, is when this cold storm, cold front came mm-hmm. in, it was freezing. You had to shoot seven under over four rounds to, to go to the next stage. So, of some of the names that Martin Pillar made it, or mm-hmm. kind of a buddy, Good. Martin Pillar, it's the only name. Chase Kepka made it. Nice. Tag Ridings made it. That's about Local it. Guy. Matt Gilcrest, he's from uh, Southlake, made it. And then six under didn't make it. <laughs> and that's, in that weather, that six under... Uh, that sucks. That sucks. But somebody's shooting it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you go but down t- a little bit further, another buddy of the, of the T-Box, Paul Stankowski. He gets in. I'm not sure how he got in. There was a, there, I'm sure there was some kind of status. So when you're, when you're turning 50 and you're a previous winner on tour, on the PGA Tour, mm-hmm. they give you seven spots to play to get your game ready for the Champions Tour. Okay. 
between web.com or Corn Ferry mm-hmm. and, and PJ, so that's how he would do it. He's going to turn 50 this year, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the last one. How do you do, by the way? You didn't say. Uh, six over. Six over. 75-73, which, yeah, the, the cut was two under. So, but you know, he doesn't play a lot. I mean, you have to be competitive. You got to be competitive ready. Yeah. You got to get those chops in. Otherwise, yep. you're just you play with guys like us, you think you're the best player in the world. Right. And then you play with these guys and this is what happens. The last guy I want to bring up is Kenny Lesseur. Know that Don't name? Don't know him. He got in on a sponsor's exemption because he's a resident of Bermuda. He's 15. Huh. Shot 10 over. Not bad. Not horrible. Didn't finish last. Who did? Uh, Rob Shelton. Dwayne Pierman shot 17 over, and Will McKenzie. Will McKenzie can play. He can, but he likes to Not surf today. a lot, too. Yeah. yeah, he's He used to be able to play really well, and he kind of kind of faded a little bit. But for a while, he was one of those free spirits Yeah. on tour, and he liked to surf, and he liked to do some crazy stuff. He was very non-golfish, and... Uh, I, I wish the tour had more of those type people. Yeah. I really do. And maybe they will with the, when the young guns come up because they, mm-hmm. don't, they don't fear anything. Mm-mm. So there you go. There's your leaderboards. And that was brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. They're down at uh, Southern Oaks this week. The Lone Star Boys Championship. Very cool. It's an invitational. You have to do something special to get in it. Kids are good. Lots of college coaches down there this week. Very cool. All right. Up next. I love it every year. It's the Anonymous Pro Survey. And they ask him a bunch of questions, and one of them had to do with some of the courses in Texas. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Wait till I tell you the answer. We'll talk about that next. 8.52 on the ticket. Good morning to you. It's November 2nd. It's a T-Box. That's Craig Rosengard. I'm Rick Arnett. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine and IdealGolfer.com. We have Killer out here engineering back at the station, Jay King, Samuel Hale. And we'll be here till 10 o'clock today. 9.10. Give you a little bit of weather. And hints to use. Something I made a, a an embarrassing mistake this week. Uh-oh. I got a part of my body checked out that surprised me with the outcome. And something I have n- never seen until this week at a huh. gas station. So we'll talk about that at 9-10. This is brought to you by Irving Golf Club. It's up on Ideal Golfer. And uh, it's beautiful. And the greatness of Rene Gonzalez, the new GM out there. So, uh. Say hi to him for us. All right, so we have the Anonymous Pro Survey. This is where they ask a bunch of tour players um, questions, but they don't have to respond with their name or anything, which means they can be a little more forthright. And the first one was... So hold on. Yeah. Just I think this, music, yeah. this was the interesting piece. I always wonder, okay, who are they asking? Mm-hmm. Are they asking Rory or are they asking, you know, Jay Williamson? Don't know. So here's the thing. They asked 46 uh, questions to um, 52 players. Mm-hmm. 30 of them were tour winners, mm-hmm. three major winners, and 15 players who played on a Ryder Cup or Presidents Cup. Okay, that's pretty So they're good. legit. Yeah. And there's probably some that are meh. Sure. Yeah. You do, do the whole cross-section. If you're mm-hmm. going to do a survey on anything, you want to make it statistically correct as much as possible. And right? that's, that's your big they, stats They guy. did this, yes. So the first question was, um, who'd you vote for for PGA Tour Player of the Year? And I only bring this up because, okay, so Rory got 33%, Brooks Kepa got 17%. Uh, 
The PGA Tour did not unveil what the final count was. What I found interesting was that 40% of the respondents did not vote. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. It, yeah. I mean, everybody was kind of talking about it and say, well, how, how, how could Kepka not get it? Because he was, you know, he's top three in just about every major. One, one, yeah, I don't know. Um, thought that was pretty interesting. And Rory didn't win one. No. In general, PGA Tour setups are too hard, only 4%, too easy, 21%, about the right difficulty, 75%. But the most prevailing thing was they need to grow more rough. It's say, the too, sh- say the short hitters. Yeah, it's getting too easy for the guys to bomb and gouge, yeah. which makes sense. Um, how many people, how many players did you witness knowingly break a rule and try to get away with it? 72% said never. Once said 17%. And one of the hot takes was a few, more than you think, always a hazard drop. I could kind of see that. I mean, I, I don't know if they knowingly know it or if they're just, right. they're just ignorant. Um, and they said in person or on TV. It's kind of interesting. And then do you consider backstopping cheating? 61% said no, we're not that good. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, because you just, yeah, I mean, the chances of you hitting a, a, a ball, even though these guys are, are nuts, um, has flag stick in the hole while you're putting made putting easier? 81% said no. I tend to leave mine in. You like to take yours out? Inside 12 getting feet. personal? Inside 12 feet, I, I take it out. I've seen the, I've seen in my group and playing mm-hmm. that, the, that the pin has knocked the ball or kept the ball from going in on a putt. Hmm. Okay. I haven't seen that that much. Will Tiger win another major? 73% says yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, he did a Masters. I just, I, I just, I just didn't expect it, that's all. I, I'm, I'm happy. It's good for golf, whatever. The one that I w- thought was remarkable is will Ricky Fowler win a major? Mm-hmm. 96% said yes. Well, he's got a long time to go, and he's but been a few, in the hunt. Wasn't it a few years ago they said who's the most overrated player, <laughs> yeah. and he was number one? Totally different question, though. Yeah. Um, who will win more majors in their career, Brooks Kepka or Rory? 57% said Brooks Kepka. If both stay healthy, Rory. Brooks is going to get injured working out. That was just, Rick's reading some of the comments that some of the guys said while they answered this. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. How much cash... Are you caring right now? I thought this is real interesting. The high was $3,500. Where'd you see that? It was uh, on my blog, okay. myavagolfer.com. The average, $421. <laughs> Weird number. Um, one guy, and I kind of agree with this. I'm young. We don't carry cash. That's old school stuff Yep. when you carry a lot of cash on you. Uh, $500. Mostly in fives for tipping. You know what five hundred dollars in fives looks like? A lot. Yes, it's a big one. I don't. I, I, I bet you Tiger didn't mention that. Um, if you if you you and Tiger play thirty six hole match tomorrow, who wins? Me, ninety percent. Tiger That's can't do thirty six holes. Um, who will have the best career? These are the three of the new young guns: Matt Wolf, Colin Marikawa, or Victor Hovland. 
Victor Hovland, 54%. Well, Morikawa was pretty close. He was 42. 42. Nobody picked Wolf. He said his swing won't hold up. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. But he's long. Yep. I mean, if he gets if he gets it going early. Uh, let's see. I don't want to use that one. Uh, do you know your exact world ranking? I thought this was interesting. 85% don't. Wouldn't you know that? 100%. I feel like that's a lie. Yep. I'm not so yep. sure about that. I think, Absolutely, because you, you know. Think, why would they lie about that? You look yourself up. Yeah, there's no question. It's like seeing if you ever Google yourself. Let me tell you this. I I just know that when they were juniors, I remember Jordan knew where his ranking was in every ranking of all the junior rankings, mm-hmm. whether it was the Rolex, whether it was Junior Golf Scoreboard, whether it was Golf Week, whether it was the Waggers. He knew wherever he was at all times. So they know. Some are like that, but I'm, I'm going to say not they everybody. Know. You know, I, I used to ask when, when – they fill in. I'll ask uh, Ed Lore, Paul Stankowski, Conrad Schindler. Do you look at your stats much? And most of them just kind of shake their head. Yeah, I, I would. I would say that they know where they rank in the world way more than they do of how their sand save percentage is. Probably. Uh, who knows more about the golf swing, you or Brandel Chambly? Eighty-two percent said Brandel. Thought the the hot takes were kind of funny. I don't know anything about the golf swing. You finally, would a pro actually admit that? Yeah, one pro said he knows more about everything. Um, what percentage of players in the top 125 would you estimate regularly use CBD products? Average of all responders, almost 20, uh, almost 30 percent. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Should the tour remove marijuana from its banned substance list? 57 percent said yes. <laughs> One guy said they should add nicotine. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Uh, have you smoked pot or ingested edibles in the last year? 80% said no. But 20% said yes. So that's probably the same as, as you look at a cross-section of Americana, right? Yep. How many times did the, drug, uh, did the tour drug test you last season? 39% said four times. Wow, that seems like a lot to me. One guy said, "I want to like know. The, I want to know the seven percent who never got tested." I know. Bong full of ganja. <laughs> Can you envision a day when, the, in the next five years, when an active tour player will come out? Come out of what? Don't you know? Would it be seventy-four percent said yes? You know, you've you've said this to me. A million times, you take a snapshot of any part of the world, and it's going to be the same. You take a snapshot of the PGA Tour, and the percent that are everything are going to be in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Which tour player has the saltiest mouth? Most vulgar. I bet. I bet you would have got. I would have gotten number one. I wouldn't have gotten number two. No, me neither. Pat Perez, twenty-seven percent. Harold Varner the third, fourteen percent. He's always smiling. Tiger, fourteen percent. I think that's low. Rory Sabatini. Yeah. Interesting. Who's the most intimidating player? Still Tiger, forty six percent. Rory, four percent. Yeah. No one, twenty two percent. How about also receiving votes? Andres Gonzalez. Yeah, he looks like a badass. Yeah. He's got that old Fu Manchu and 
Um, Roy Sabatini was also receiving votes. Yeah, 4%. Uh, who's your favorite playing partner on tour? Kevin Kistner leads at 9%. So you kind of skipped that one that I thought was funny. Who's the most famous person in your contacts? Okay. I found that um, when you saw that, what would you? What were you expecting before you look at, looked at the answers? Presidents. Presidents. I thought maybe Warren Buffett. But when you saw Bill Gates, the one guy who was cited six times makes sense. It was Michael Jordan. Yeah. But how many of those young guns think Michael Jordan is as famous as we think he is? Not many. I mean, does Colin or Cal even know who he is? He knows who he is, but probably saw Steve. Space Jam as a kid. And usually when he's in the news these days, it's not very positive. Right. You know, he's kind of... he's. But some of the answers of the famous player, of famous most famous people in their in their uh, uh, address book was really funny to me. I mean, they had some names in here like George Brett. George Brett's the most famous guy in your... In your... Davis Love III? Yeah. Ian Baker you know? Finch? Yeah. I thought some of them were funny. Kelly Slater, the le- the surfer. Ricky Ponting, an Australian cricket legend. You could see that. I guess, if you're into that stuff. Yeah. Uh, who's Frankie your... Munoz. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? You know, it's funny, though. I'd have to go back. I'd have to go look at my contacts, see who my most famous is. I don't, nothing rings a bell right off the top of my head. Conrad Schindler. Yeah, that's one of them. Who's your least favorite playing partner on tour? 26% said anyone who plays slowly, which leads to the next one. Bryson DeChambeau at 21%. He ties Rory Sabatini. At 21%, Martin Laird next at 8%. That's weird. I wouldn't have guessed that. So I see, I can see Bryson DeChambeau. I definitely can see Rory Sabatini. I don't understand Martin Laird. I don't know why. I say, yeah, that's what I was I, saying. But some of them on the – they had other receiving votes. Ben Crane, he's slow. Mm-hmm. Marco Dawson's old as dirt. How's he even on He's that on list? He's on the senior tour. Jason Duffner, he gets pouty, I can see. But that's his normal That's his normal expression. Yeah. The one that surprised Brian Harmon? You know, I look at him and he's just, you know. How about Dustin Johnson? He can be intimidating. He doesn't talk to anybody. William McGirt? Okay. Let's get to the, let's get to the tease. What is your favorite tour course? Riviera led at 20%. Surprised at Augusta National is only 4%. Yep. Muirfield Village, Harbor Town got 8%. Sawgrass, 8%. Pebble Beach, 6 National Augusta National, 4 Torrey Pines South, 4 Remember this, TPC San Antonio, 4% as your favorite course. Colonial also got a vote. Yep. And, yeah. And Golf Club of Houston got one, too. Who's your? What's your least favorite golf course? TPC San Antonio, sixteen percent. Trinity Forest, eight percent. Second on the list. Golf Club of Houston, four percent. It's like wow. Who else received? Votes? Okay, so you're looking at that um, TPC San Antonio. If you haven't played it's that a course, tough course, it's really tough and it's really narrow. And it's windy. and it's um, so you can see if you you can see how you know the good play, the players who play well they're going to say they love it. The players don't. Trinity Forest um, is very new and very different than anything they're playing, especially when they're then they're here in May. They're not playing any other Lynx courses and everything, so right. it's a little different. But in their defense, in their defense, so they leave 
TPC Las Colinas. Mm-hmm. Who was on this list before TPC, TPC Las Colinas? And now all they want to do is go back. All, every pro I listen, I talk to is like, why they leave? I love that course. I love staying there. I love all that stuff. Okay, so if, so, you, if you ask the pros, though, list your reasons why you want to go back. Do you think the course is the first one? I say no. No. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say the amenities are number one. Course would be number two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember, you know, one of the pros nothing, against, me, nothing against the course. There's certain holes on that course that don't fit the pros really well. And, you know, on both courses, right? On both Trinity Forest and TPC Las Colinas. But I, I found it amazing. I mean, all those guys who were family guy like Kuchar and all those guys or Dustin Johnson, like, why'd they leave? I love that place. Just when they were starting to play it. Mm-hmm. What happened the last 10 years when you all said that place sucked and you ranked it? As, it it's just. Just be careful. Yeah. Grass is always greener yep. and, it, and it ain't. So um, I just thought it was an interesting list. And, and by and large, there's this, too. And even with the golf rankings, no matter where you go and who's voting, if you play a course well, you're going to grade it higher, even if another course is way better. Uh, no question. It's like it's Pine Valley, it's Augusta, it's Pebble, it's it's Seminole. Well, wait wait a minute. You, you don't see some of the ones that you expected to be on the list. I didn't expect, you know, some of them weren't on there. Yeah. You know, so – or not ranked high, like Augusta Allen being 4%. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Well, I think it's probably because of the greens. I think that drives people Where crazy. would you think Kapalua would have been? For all the reasons to go out there, right? I don't know. But not, you, that you, be, not, not that many people going out there. Wait till you see the field for this uh, for the tournament champions. It's been good the last couple of years. Decent. Yeah. But it used to be. All expense paid vacation with your wife or whatever to the to the rich or the four seasons and they have a Christmas they have almost like a <laughs> Christmas bounty of gifts every day you go into that hotel yep. room and it's a guaranteed making money fifty grand yeah to, and they say yeah it's not worth the time <laughs> that just shows you how much money these guys make so I I would um we we've been teasing it for a couple of weeks with some rumors going around about the Nelson and stuff and one day we should bring that up because mm-hmm. we'll do that next there week. are things happening mm-hmm. but. It's all um, hearsay. That's the best part. And speculation. I like hearsay. And speculation. All right, that was brought to you by the City of Arlington Golf Courses, Texas Rangers, Tierra Verde, and Lake Arlington. What a trifecta. All right, up next, we've got a little weather update. And then some health stuff and some hints and something I've never seen before until this week. We'll talk about that next on the ticket. 916 on the ticket. If you're just waking up, good morning. Thanks for listening to the show. By the way, daylight savings tomorrow, tonight. Get an extra hour sleep. I think that lasts for about a day. But everything's going to change. It's going to get lighter out earlier. It's going to get darker out earlier, which I kind of like sometimes because every time I drive to and from work, I'm always driving in the sun. It drives me crazy. It's one of my little pet peeves in life. But before we get to... The T's, we have weather, and the weather, we have a sponsor back there? No sponsor. Oh, good. Well, we do. How about IdealGolfer.com? And don't forget to look at that new Avid Golfer Passbook for 2020. And today, it is going to be 60. Tomorrow, 64. Monday, Craig and I are playing in that Soroy shootout, 69 degrees. What time is nice. that, by the way? Nice. I think check-in is at 10. I think we start playing at noon, something like that. Uh, looks like... Uh, Side bet, my group versus yours. Sure. You guys drinking? <laughs> you know who I'm playing <laughs> with. What do you think? If that's the case, then, well, we drank. Playing with the boys over at uh, 
Taverna Rosa and uh, Union Bear. So we'll probably get our drinking. But you, you know, guys, you guys go to X. I don't know who, but we should win this thing, right? One of us should win this. Yeah, maybe. It is destroyed. Well, you win your own tournament. Let destroyed win it. Yeah, exactly. Anybody buy them? I don't know. We should go check that out. Okay, nine thirty. We'll get into what CBS is doing. They let a couple long time announcers go, and they brought somebody in that was kind of a head scratcher, considering why they were trying to improve their broadcast. So we'll talk about that at nine thirty. Then we'll mix with uh, Country Force at nine fifty. Uh, Eli, our own Eli Jordan, caddied for a. Uh, tour player this week for the and the qualifier. We'll see if he cost him any strokes. But first, a couple of hints here, a couple of things that happened during the week. So a little bit of music back there. These are, believe it or not, there's more things in life that are important than golf. And one of them is this. I've just started wearing contacts. I don't know if you've ever done this. You're a long-time contact wearer. Yep, since I was 15. Okay, so I just started this year, and I've been, I'm pretty diligent. And, uh, but for some reason, and I've had to tweak them because my, for some reason, my eyesight's changed for whatever reason. And I put them in, and everything looked a little funny. I was like, "Wow, I got to go back again and find what's wrong with these contacts." I didn't even think about it until I took them out. They're backwards. Yeah, put them in the wrong. You ever do that? Mm-hmm. Did that not hurt? No, it doesn't hurt. Um, but. Okay, so here's the crazy thing. So Elder Bear that has contacts. He has hard contacts. He doesn't have the soft. I, like, I wear yeah. contacts, too, and that would kill my eyes. Okay, so get this. So when I first got them, and I'm making sure they're clean and everything, and I, and I, I found this little speck of what I thought was something on one of the contacts, and I'm trying to scrub this thing off, right? I'm thinking, well, this is going to drive me crazy. I scrubbed it so much I broke it. I just broke it, and then I, I go back to our, our guy, and... Uh, he goes, oh yeah, I probably should have told you that. that no. That's for that designates your right lens versus a left lens. So I learned, but I didn't learn that much. Okay, so we went to uh, both of us had uh, health checks this week. I went for a left knee. I I had knee surgery way back. It was the day before Hank Aaron hit his 715th home run. That's how I remember it. Mm-hmm. And it was just normal cartilage. And it's actually been holding up pretty well for 50 years. I don't know. And finally, in the last couple of months, it's been starting to ache again. So I was like, man, I know I'm getting old. It happens. But I don't know where it came from. I don't remember doing anything at the gym that exasperated or anything. So I go to my favorite doc, Dr. Walter. And he's looking. He got, took the x-rays and everything. And he goes, I think we should just rehab this first. But I want to let you know something. I think you had a torn ACL or something. Not serious, obviously, because you couldn't, couldn't really walk or anything. Back then, and they didn't do anything about it because they didn't know what to do. Huh. They didn't know how to handle that. So I'm tough. I've been handling a torn ACL all these years. Didn't even know it. Good Fight, for you. Fighting through it. Now, what did you go for? I went because, do you remember about, I don't know, three months ago, I kind of said, every time I lay down, my nose gets stuffed. Yeah. And um, so I found I found the miracle drug called Afrin. Oh, God. It's a miracle until your body. Cracks. So every night before I went to bed, I'd go pop in a little bit of Afrin and well, you sniff it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> I don't but know it, how you take it. My wife says I'm still snoring. It's like, and I it's like a it's kind of a new thing, and it's like you know it's I'm relatively healthy or whatever. It's like I don't understand. So she finds like, well, you need to go to an ENT. It's okay. 
So we call our friend, who's the best ENT? Well, there's, you know, a guy who thinks he's God over in Plano, go see him. So I did. <laughs> Dr. Complex. Yeah, he he was, too. Jeez. <laughs> when you say you say the most arrogant doctor you've ever been to, is that a little bit of an oxymoron? But well, they, I want them to be sure of their yeah, knowledge. Yeah, he was very cocksure of himself. So I went and... and uh, and immediately he walks in. I know your problem without even without even doing anything. I said, "What?" He goes, "Well, you have a deviated septum. I can see it." Wow! Without see, even looking inside. No. Seriously? He goes, "Yes." Hmm. And he goes, "What are you doing to, to try to help you?" I said, "Afrin, don't do Afrin." He said, "Now you're you're, you're getting bounce back." So what hmm. happens is you're, now your body's craving it, and it'll start to run just to get the Afrin. And it's like you're you're in bounce back for so. all the over the counter. Medications you can take. Afrin might be the most addictive. It, that that stuff was, put a literal hole in my nose. That's when I when I first started <laughs> when I first started using it. I said when you said it could be addicting. Yeah. How's that an over the counter drug? Yes. And it doesn't take long for your body to crave it. It'll start. It it'll make the nose run just because you know what? Yeah. It's about time. I need it. Yep. So he said, "Look, I got a you got to deviate septum," and he then he starts to go into my nose. He sticks that giant tube down your. I thought it was funny. He says. Gonna numb your nose. So what are you numbing it with? Some numbing cream and a huge dose of Afrin. What? <laughs> I was like, really? He goes, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, so no surgery. He's gonna do a sleep, a home sleep study. I've done those. He said, but I'm just gonna tell you what it is. Yeah. So, then we can figure out after the home sleep study. He's the cocksure doctor. <laughs> pretty what? Pretty, uh, yeah. May not go back. Huh. Well, if he's good, I know there's there's something about a bedside manner. Yeah. You've got to get along with your physician, yeah. you know, unless they're so good you don't care. You know, if, if it's Tiger's back doctor and you have a back issue, I don't care what. Yeah. If he knows what he's doing, I'm doing yeah. that. I don't need a buddy. Yeah. I need somebody to fix me. Yeah. All right. So I was reading a couple of things this week. One of I don't like talking on the phone that much. I'd rather talk with people in person. Yeah. But every once in a while, you'll get a call, whether it's uh, eh, it could be really anybody, but you know they're going to be long-winded. You know they're just going to uh-huh. talk your ear off, right? So I was reading the best way to get out of it, when you see the phone call come up and you see the person's name, you just let them know, hey, good to hear from you. I'm just going to let you know I'm almost out of battery. So if I cut out, it's uh-huh. not because I don't want to talk to you. Well, next time I talk, call Rick, I'll know. <laughs> Click. I might not even answer it. If he says I'm out of bed, I ain't talking to you. Okay, you're a you're a uh, you're a much more frequent airline traveler than I am. Yes. So one of the pet peeves that people have in planes, especially when you're sitting in econ, sitting in the back, is people in front of you that totally recline their seat. Yeah. And they don't give you enough. Room. No. So they say the best thing to do is turn the air above your head, point it at their and head, point it at their head. And it usually gets so uncomfortable because it gets it's pretty cold. Usually yeah. they'll move. It's funny. Not bad, huh? It's pretty good passive. Was that aggressive. your last tip? Because no. Okay. I have one more. Okay. Um, I saw this during the week, and okay. I had never seen this at a gas station, ever. Well, the weather was really cold, and if you have a a car that has a tire pressure sensor in your tires. It'll tell you that your tire pressure is low. They'll warn you, right? Well, because of the of the cold weather, it contracts the the tire, it contracts the air right. in the tire. I was ten pounds light 
I'm light right now. Yeah. I got You need to do it. But here's the thing. I'd never, ever seen a line to get air before. There was everywhere I went. Now, quick trip, quick trip, by the way. It's free. Free air. And I think a lot of people know that. So everyone I went to uh, was four cars deep. Wow. And if you ever, and what was crazy, more women in line than men. Huh. I don't think, I don't think my wife has ever. No, my wife would give me the. Uh, keys, go to it. Yep. I thought that was interesting. I'd never seen that before. Yep. So anyway, so be be aware of that. If you don't have a sensor in your car, go get your uh, go get your air check. Is ten pounds light is pretty significant. Yep. Okay. That's me. So I want to handicap the field of the Saroy shootout. Okay. Why not? All right. We got four minutes, five minutes. You do. Three minutes. Okay. So there's four teams that are still available. Mm. So if you want to play, you can play with either Cash Saroy. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Pat Green. Okay, singer. Emily Jones. Good gal. And if he gets a team, my pick to win this. Yes. Marty Turco. Hmm. He can Yo play. Yo goalie. He can play. Okay. So I'm going to say he he's going to have a good team. I forgot. What's the format again? It's a... Uh, Is it a scramble or a shamble? It's a... Uh, I'm say it's a shamble. I think, I remember, I think it's a shamble. I think I remember hitting my own shot. Yes, I think that's game. true. Okay. So... So, uh, Michael Finley's playing. Okay. Can he play? Basketball players as a role, except for Seth, uh, Steph Curry and Michael Jordan, are not great. They're the anti-hockey yeah. baseball player. Tony Casillas. Tony Casillas has a, a absolutely beautiful golf swing. Really? Yes. Okay. Can't, can't find the hole. All right. Well, that happens. Uh, Vince Young, no idea. Wouldn't put him in the top. Mm-hmm. Barry Church, I don't know. Donovan. How's Donovan's game? Better than it was. Okay. And he's, a, he's an avid golfer. Torrey Hunter's an avid golfer. Yeah, I'd say he's, he's got a chance. Uh-huh. Tim Brown's got a chance. George Dunham's got a chance. Brendan Morrow, my second pick behind yeah, he's Marty He's the one Turco. that won last year. He did. Mm-hmm. He beat. We we came in second. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you're gonna be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Corby will be up there because good players always pick Corby. Mm-hmm. And Mike Soroy is gonna work really hard to remember. It's the alcohol fact. All right, my team to p- finish in last place, Craig Miller. Hmm. Well, I... Because he always picks me to finish in last in everything. <laughs> so right back at you, just, pal. Just desserts? Yeah. Well, it's a good time, and it's for a good cause. And uh, so if you still want to play in it, I think there's room. There's four teams. Yep. Maybe but, you could even get a deal. Soroy Shootout. Soroyshootout.com? Is that what it says? That yeah. Right there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, that'd be fun. It'd be the good weather. Frontier too. tank lines. There you go. Sorry, uh, shootout. We are. Uh, it should be good weather too on Monday. I was a little worried if it was going to be like this week for the uh, Corn Ferry Q School. I'd have been Ooh. been tough. Ooh. Been really tough. Anyway, so there you go. There's some. But picks we do have it. We do have another tip. One quick tip for you too. In the cold weather, go to Aurora.com. O R O R O dot com. Mm-hmm. You and I have these vest vests, heated vests, heated vests that come with little batteries, batteries and. Changes it will change your life on a golf course in the winter. We played in an event at Cowboys, and we both wore it, and I was I was so happy. Yep. And those batteries last a while. If you don't put it on full blast all yep. the time, it'll last a good five hours. Or you can be a wimp like me and buy a second battery, and just as soon as it goes out, put the other one on, baby. Goes without saying. Goes without <laughs> saying. All right, that's brought to you by the greatness of Bob's Steak and Chop House, the original Bob's Steak and Chop House on Lemon. Say hi to Bob for us. Try their new Kobe hot dog. Ooh. Sounds intriguing. That's a great appetizer, by the way. Just saying. Kobe hot dog. 
All right, up next, CBS is kicking out the old and bringing in the new? Huh? Why? Who? Next. I'm so tired of this. Go to break. All right, 9.35 on the ticket. Good Saturday morning to you. The tee box is out at Classic BMW today. Spring Creek Parkway and the tollway. They have some mouth-watering rides here. I'm looking right across at this M8. Wow, it's a convertible. It is gorgeous, and it sounds awesome when you start that puppy up. And they have every SUV you'd ever want. They have three-row SUV with the new X7. They have the M-Series. They have the M1, the M2, the M3, the M5. They have uh, the M-Series in the uh, in the SUVs as well. It's worth your while to come out here at Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway, and the Tollway. At 9.50, we'll mix with uh, Country Forest. We'll see how Eli did catting for Conrad Schindler uh, this week at Craig Ranch. This week also, two uh, long-time announcers on CBS were pretty much kicked to the curb. Gary McCord and Peter Costas. Now, Gary McCord, I mean, he was he was a breath of fresh air for a while uh, because he wasn't just your typical, he's got a seven iron in, and that looks like a right-to-left break putt. And he actually put a little stick in there, and then I think he... I think he just ran out of stuff. I don't know. But they let him go, and they let Peter Costas go. And I thought I liked Peter Costas. I liked his his, uh, his swing analysis on the, um, what would they call that? The Yes. I don't know what they called it, but yes. And and he would put it on the, it's, it's a camera, and uh, take slow motion. And it, was, it was pretty interesting to see how he would break it down, and I actually learned something from it. I don't know if I could duplicate it, but I learned something from it. So then they asked him, they asked the guys what they thought, and they were mad. They were disappointed. And But here's the weird part. They weren't asked, they weren't asked, good morning, Eric. They weren't asked um, if they could kind of make a, a swan song the next season, you know, go on and shake shake hands, kiss babies, and all that stuff. But they did give them through the Phoenix uh, tournament. They did? Yeah, and okay. they didn't want to do it. Really? Yeah. So it was kind of sour grapes a little bit. They could have said something, could have had a nice nice yep. bon voyage, and ego got in the way, and they said, no, we're not going to do it. Does a heck with it. Yeah, I, I think <clears throat> you, I think when you have the ability to give somebody a swan song, you get you do it. You know, they don't do it in radio very often. No. All of a sudden, you're like, no. what happened? Where do they go? What do they do? Mm-mm. They don't give them those send-offs. Um, I think I would have come back, I think, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. I don't know. You know how bruised your ego would have been? Right. And here's the other thing. I'm not sure, as much as I'm into radio and announcing and all that, I'm not sure anybody moves the needle that much on an important event. Like, I don't care who announces the Masters. The I've Masters. Said you, I've said that to you for you a have. long time. Yeah. It's like, it's the one sport where, to me, it matters the least. I mean, I like a little humor. I like when I Faraday did I liked when Faraday was on. Sure. Yeah, I, I did. And, you know, there was a time when they were back in the booth and, you know, Johnny Miller would give some hot opinion that would. Now Azinger's doing that. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I just don't, I don't know if it's absolutely 100% necessary. Now. So the the head of CBS Sports. Here's the difference, though. By the way, do you remember, especially when he started doing it early, Johnny Miller would 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 make some comments that would really 
anger some of the players. Yeah, when he said when he said Peter Jacobson, he's, he could choke on this shot. And Ainsley never does that. Really doesn't. Uh, Way more generic. He does more than you think. He does. I guess we don't care anymore because of the internet, right? I mean, everybody's criticizing everybody, mm-hmm. and you know, he's not bad. He's not bad. Uh, Faldo, I don't know, kind of take him or leave him. Yeah, kind of. But here's the interesting part. So CBS always has an affinity for accents. So who's the first person they hire? Davis Love the Third. Good day, mate. Not so much. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, Davis Love. I've seen him for years at the Nelson. Yeah, and he'd be gracious enough. He'd talk, but he was kind of dry. He was great on the hard line one time. He was awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. But you normally don't get that side of him. He always kind of had a grimace on his face, like he smelled something funny. I mean, it just yep. it just didn't seem like that that engaging. But from what people tell me, he's a different guy when he does this. I've never heard him actually give analysis. But uh, is he going to move the needle? He could be the o- so. he could be the opposite of Lanny Watkins. Lenny Watkins is, I mean, you sit and press and trail and listen to Lenny, and he's mm-hmm. the most engaging. And when he got on the air, he wasn't. Yeah, it was too bad. Yeah. I wish they would have let him have more <laughs> leash. There was a, there was, there, his son Tucker was, was paired with my son a, a gazillion times in, in high school golf. And he would walk with my wife, and my wife would come back and just tell me stories. It's like, he's funny. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievable. He's funny. He always had chomping on cigar. He's funny. It's like, well, ain't translating. Mm-mm. It's too bad because he would have been really good. So I, maybe I, Davis could be good. I don't know. Maybe you know. The other guy, they they the rumor is they're going to bring in Trevor Immelman. You've seen him on the Golf Channel. He's been. He's got eh, an accent. Yeah, but he's kind of generic too. I mean, there's, there's more generic in golf than and, not. And the elephant in the room hmm? is when's Romo go over to the golf telecast? I right? I can't see that happening. I just, Seriously, I just can't see. Although Eric, if, if that's a yeah. bar- if that's a bargaining chip. Because his contract is up this year, yeah, he's looking for about ten mil. Um, again, I don't know where he goes if, CB, if uh, CBS doesn't renew him. Goes ESPN, does Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's a step down. That's it won't a be big step. It down. won't be. They'll change this. They'll change the schedule, and and you watch, you watch. Mm, it'll it'll become that. way more relevant than it is today. I'm not. I'm saying an announcer. I'm ESPN. That, I open the I open the coffers for him. And coffers, if, and coffers. Yeah. If, <laughs> if I'm a network. I'm huh? saying the announcers don't matter. <laughs> I'm not watching football because of the announcers. No. So, to put that carrot out there for Romo at Augusta, saying anything ain't happening. But I've seen crazier things. Does Augusta, can Augusta say no? Yes. Augusta can say no to anything. Yeah. And they have. Yeah. See Gary McCord. Yeah. So, so they have, so the, who they have? So they have, uh, Let's see. Who's the chick? Who's the chick? I, Dottie Pepper. So Dottie Pepper is on there. Jim Nance and uh, Nick Faldo. And? And Tony Romo. And Miss Bal- Balonis? Amanda Balonis? She does the yeah. interviews. I guess it's okay. You she's know. actually not bad. She's actually not. She's actually well, she's not going to hurt you. No. And, and, and she looks pretty good, too. So... She's going to get some players to come over there and talk to her. There's no doubt. I, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. I mean, I think she's actually – when you compare what Holly Saunders did in those post-round interviews to what right. Amanda's doing now. I agree. Amanda's worked her way up. I yeah. mean, I give her credit, you know. She's not She's not off-putting. No. You know, I don't – it doesn't yeah. matter that much. So, yeah, we'll see. 
But uh, Davis Love in, McCord and Costas out. It'll be interesting to see if the other any of the other networks pick her up, uh, pick them up. I like Costas. McCord might be a little tired at this. Costas point. will probably go back to teach, right? He, well, he already had that. Yeah. yeah, he'll just go teach. He'll do you know what Hank Haney's doing. Maybe do a podcast. But here's what here's what CBS needs to do. They need to start emulating Fox for the tech. Because they had the uh, pro tracers going right. everywhere. They had the grids on the greens. Right. They, they had a lot of cool stuff. They had the split screen. So you yeah. could see not only at the apex and everything, the ball flight, you could also see it overhead. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff is what we need because looking at a golf ball in just a blank sky is the worst view of all. You don't know where it's going. You have no idea. So any, And all of them need to show more shots. I, I get so tired of watching guys putt. Yeah, I don't care about putting. I no. want to see these guys rocket a ball. I yeah. want to see these guys swing out of their shoes. So maybe less commercials, more content, and do that picture-in-picture. Picture. You know, they had said the playing-through type bit. It's just my two cents. All right, 944 on the ticket. T-Box out at Classic BMW today. If you get here quickly, you can shake Eric Moss's hand. Might even give you a special deal. You never know. Do they deal on, on, on BMWs? On I mean, seriously. Yes. If you want a BMW... If you want a BMW, you're, well, I mean, look at the cars in here. You're, you're, you're going for service, selection. And the deals. I mean, they're good deals, but, I mean, right there, <laughs> what is that? It's an M8 convertible, right? Talk your way out of this one. How many, they made, how many of those? Did, it's the only one in town. What kind of deal are you going to get on that? If you want it, you've got to come here to get it. Huh? Get it. Yeah, there you go. That, getting it's the deal. Yes. I, how is, about this? This is a dealership for anybody. If you want a deal, you can come here. If you want exclusivity, you can come here. If you want great service, you can come here. If you want a good cup of joe, come here. What now? You got race cars? We talked about the M1. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. And yeah. you have good bling over on the side. You have, a, you have apparel. You have sunglasses. Got it all here. Classic. The one behind you, is that relatively a new car? That's Z4. brand new. The Z4. See? You want to get a deal on it? The getting that Z4 in that blue color right there would be the deal, right? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Up next, let's check in with Country Force to see how uh, Eli did at uh, catting for Conrad this week. Next on the. All right. It is 9:55 on the ticket. Another fun time out here at Classic BMW. Talking stuff with Eric Moss, the lead guy, the head domo here. I just showed him. You get these, Rick. I have a kid still in grad school, and I got a, I got the Sam Rosengarten requ- request Venmo for rent for November. <laughs> no, I don't get that anymore. Nope. Thankfully. Thankfully. Yeah. All right. A lot of people thank everybody out here at Classic BMW. Killer for engineering. Nice to see you as always. The heavily bearded killer. Yeah. All right, and back at the stage. Got nothing to say, Killer? All, all he does is die to be on the air Monday through Friday. Now he's on the weekends. Ah, you're just weekend guys. I'm letting the beard guys. do all the talking. Just you're you're just weekend guys. Play with it. Cuddle <laughs> with it. Hmm. Okay, that's enough. Um, back at the station, Jay King and also Samuel Hale. Next week we'll be at uh, Tierra Verde out in Arlington. So pay attention to that. Don't forget um, Ideal Golfer. 22 bucks, you can play Irving Golf Club. For $29.95, you can play Bear Creek, either course. And don't forget our brand-new 2020 Avid Golfer Passbook will be unveiled next week. And uh, 
I would get that for holiday season. Most definitely. It's the easiest thing you'll ever buy a golfer in your family. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Without further ado, we bring in Country Force. And one was actually, uh, did you get him paid for being a caddy, Eli? On the ticket? Ha ha. They're at, uh, they're at the Speedway. Are we out? Are we, we are on the at air? the Speedway. And okay, yes, there we, we are on the air, Craig. Can you hear us? No, now, now we can. We can. Yeah, you oh, okay. Hey, there we are. Hey, yes. We're the silent minority. No, yeah. we're here. We're here. Yes, we we're at the Torchies Tacos. Ooh. The infield of TMS. Did you guys know what to do with each other and not going straight to the station? No, we rode out here together. It was nice. Yeah, we were holding everything. Holding hands. Wow. Like ready to roll. Yeah, it's like, it's like right a little road trip. We're pals now. Yes. Holding hands. All that good yeah. stuff. Wow. Yes, exactly. Ty tried to get me to pull over and stop at Bucky's so I he kept, could get some beaver nuggets. I kept <laughs> doing, trying to do the yawn trick where you yawn and you put your arm around him. Yeah. He wouldn't let me do it. Huh. Better than yeah. the popcorn trick. It's kind of shy like that. So uh, so how was your employment with Conrad Schindler this week, Eli? You I was good, man. You know, Conrad's a good dude. I'm still feeling a little under the weather. I've had a little bit of a head cold that's been bugging me for about two weeks. Mm. And going out and carrying a golf bag for 18 holes in, like, 40-degree weather yesterday certainly didn't help. But now he played pretty well. He didn't really have me doing a lot of helping him read greens and all that kind of stuff. It was mainly just making sure that the grooves were clean and the golf ball didn't have mud on it. And, uh, that's about it. Really? He had no peculiarities? I know when I uh, got the chance to caddy for Todd Hamilton, he says, don't take a club out of the bag. Just present the bag to me. I will take the club out of the bag. Yeah, no. I, I don't want you doing it. Do you have a carry bag or do you have a big old staff no, bag? No, he, he didn't break out the staff bag on me. Ah. And, uh, you know, I was telling Rick yesterday that, it, it actually wasn't too bad carrying it because, like, when I carry my own bag, I've usually got, I don't know, maybe eight to ten golf balls in there in case things go sideways. I've got to have, right. a, you know, a nice supply. Well, I think he maybe had, I don't know, four in his bag maybe. So it makes it a, a heck of a lot lighter whenever you're not carrying a dozen golf balls. Like Who were you paired do. with? Uh, there was a kid from Florida State that had just graduated, and they had driven in from Tallahassee, and they were actually leaving after the round yesterday to drive back to Tallahassee. Yikes. Uh, and then there was Asian. one other gentleman, and I can't remember his name. He was a little bit older, and Doug? he sculled a bunker shot on the ninth hole over the green about 40 yards, and then... <laughs> Put it out and then immediately walked over to the official and withdrew. Oh. So we had uh, we had just just the four of us on the back and then the other guy that withdrew. He was he had the uh, he was part of the, the the pull cart mafia. He had the uh, pull cart with him, so he didn't he didn't have a looper. Huh. Interesting. Yes. Hmm. But no, it was a good time. You know, Conrad. You did, he's a really good kid. You know, you uh, did it, you did caddy him for his lowest round of the week. Yes, that is Whoa. true. Now, mind you, it also wasn't in driving rain and 35 so? degrees like it was the two days before Dude, that, you're not so. selling yourself right. I, well, <laughs> you caddied him I'm, for the lowest round of the week. Yes, well, that it, while that is true, the way my body feels today is telling me that this is probably not a career that I'm going to pursue any further. What? Like, I got home last night, and I took my shoes off and looked down, and I've got a giant blood blister on my right big yeah. toe that I have no idea yeah. how, it, how it got there. Hmm. I'm just telling you that people that say golfers aren't athletes, go out and try and walk four days in a row and tell me how you feel afterwards. I'd agree with that. you got to be in golf shape. Yeah, There's I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's not like playing in the NFL where after the game you feel like you were in a plane crash. But, I mean, it, 
it's not easy out. on your body to go out there and walk 18 holes four or five days in a row. I mean, it's hard. What I find interesting is when you see the slightly overweight caddy, as many miles as they walk in a week and what they're carrying, I think they'd all be just stick figures. Dude, you're not kidding. I was thinking that same thing yesterday. I was like, man, if I did this four or five days a week, like I'd weigh 170 pounds. Yeah. And I think I took 16,000 steps yesterday or something, according to my iPhone. That seems light to me because when I checked, I put the, I'll put an iPhone in, in my back pocket. And at the end of the round, I think we pl- we played Meridale, the last Soros shootout. I think I walked 27,000 steps. Yeah, Craig Ranch is a little bit more user-friendly than Meridale as far yeah, as, like, true. the holes are a little bit closer together. But – and it, it also did help that Conrad hit every fairway. Oh, that's <laughs> you true. Know, it's a little bit different whenever, you know, it's you or I that's spraying it left and right and all You're over the golf military course. military golf. You, yeah, it left, adds – Right, left, right. Yeah, it, <laughs> it adds, you know, about – 4,000 steps onto the round, but when you're hitting it, you know, 330 right down the middle all day, it's it's a little okay. bit easier. So if you were going to give Conrad some advice right now. Oh Here we go. Yeah, give him. After watching him a full round and caddying for him, where's the one part of his game he needs to improve to be able to compete on the Corn Ferry next year? Oh, uh, that, you know, that's a good question. I mean, he, he obviously hit the, he hit the driver really good yesterday. He, he had a couple of opportunities to kind of get things – off to a good start early with some putts, and one of them just—it wasn't a misread. It just didn't—it didn't break the way that. And I didn't help him read this putt, but having stood behind it, I thought it was breaking the same way that he did, and it just broke the complete opposite way. So he missed an early birdie there, and then he kind of got a little unlucky with kind of a a little bit of a soupy lie on the following hole, and kind of chunked a chip a little bit and left himself like an eight or ten footer that. You know, normally he probably gets up and down for another birdie. So he had a chance to, to get off to a good start and just kind of just couldn't get the engine turned over. I don't know. I mean, I think it's the same as everybody else. I, It's just I told him this last night. I was like, man, I was like, you just don't let the highs get too high and the lows get too low. You know, That's just, a good caddy right there. Keep it's even. It, even right. Even. It, you know, it's, it's very easy to get really excited whenever you're tearing through three or four or five straight birdies, and it's really easy to get disappointed when you miss a – short one or you make a bogey or you'd make a double but like i told him yesterday you know for for us if you make a double or a triple we don't make enough birdies to come back from that that's right like he can make a bogey and he might tear off five or six straight birdies i mean he's good enough to where he can do that if the putter gets hot he can shoot 31 on a mm-hmm. nine we can't do that you yeah, know we so. get a double we're and I told him yesterday, I was like, man, if I'm in your shoes, like I'm always sitting there going, man, you just never know when you're going to make a 35-foot putt or when you're going to, you know, hole out from the fairway. I mean, it happens a lot for those guys. So he's a, he's yeah. a good kid, though. I I, uh, I really do enjoy watching him play. It's it's always fun to watch guys like that on a golf course because they just do things that just boggle the mind. And they make it look really easy. Yes, extremely easy. I mean, he went out there and shot two under, and it was a very, like, ho-hum, eh, two under. And he missed three or four or five putts. I mean, it very easily could have been five, six, seven under. Yeah. Five, six, seven under, he might have gotten in. It would have been close. There were a couple of guys that backed up. I think the number we had in mind yesterday was like eight. I think seven got in. Yeah. So. Yeah, Craig's uncanny with that. He can figure out what, what the cut is probably going to be. I've never been able to do that. That's pretty good to Petrick. So, uh, switching gears, it's a big college football day today. Yeah. That it is. Got the old ponies in prime time tonight. That's right. right. I'm about to say the ponies have a big game. They win that. They they have a chance for. They're underdogs in this game, aren't they? Yes. Uh, six and a half, I think. Yep. Six and a half. They're playing in Memphis. Yes. So they're Memphis. road teams. So, so, in Memphis. No, 
Bulldogs. So my <laughs> Georgia Bulldogs are favored today, and I, I, I think that's the lock bet to go against them. Wow, you have already buried Man. your precious. He's Bulldogs. the worst alumni ever. That is, you are. That's pretty One bad. One game, he's already. They're favored the by season. six and a half. Seriously, Who are they playing Florida. Florida. Uh, I'd probably do that. I, I'd probably bet that that would be the spread. I bet Eric's paycheck on Florida. Huh. Wow. Yes. That's got to be a pretty hefty paycheck, too. We can't stop anybody. <laughs> we. We. Look at that. Yeah. Right. I didn't realize you were, <laughs> you were suiting up today. <laughs> yeah. College Strapping it on. Can we, can we go worst. fund me that? <laughs> Having Rosengarden like, play middle <laughs> linebacker for a series. T- yeah. Take a few snaps. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, we don't need any additional they, brain damage. If they leave, if they leave, <laughs> hey, man, I can't believe what the hell's that about. Gee, what a sh- that was a shot. It was. So, uh, Tony Smith was playing with me in the uh, Saroy shootout. Yeah. So he heard your bet, Craig. Uh, team Arnett versus Team Rosengarden Monday. Straight up, Net versus Net, a hundred a man. No. I want net versus net. I want to, um, if I win, I get I get to bartend for my friends for free at his bar at Union Bear for an hour. If you win, you get to bartend for an hour. For bartend for an hour for my friends at Union Bear. All my friends get to pony up at the bar, and you get it's open bar. Pony yes, up at the bar oh, that, for an I, hour. I think a hundred bucks. Belly up at the bar. And your friends, Craig, they go out of business. <laughs> Just yeah, you saying, get, you get the Black so, Brothers in there, so that'll make him nervous, right? And he can do something radio wise or magazine wise on the other side. All right, Tony. It's up to so you how then. about that Union Bear Brewing, huh? That was a drop. <laughs> oh, we have a union How much damage? Drop. Come on, Tony. How, how many guys? Step that out, man. How many guys? You just talking about your group? Your, yeah. your playing group? My 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 16 of my closest no, friends. No, not 16. <laughs> 16. Well, Eric's definitely coming now. Aren't you? So how much damage can somebody do? Five guys. Five guys. Oh, let me bring five guys. That's five guys. way more than $500. So get, get go with the other way on on the other side. What's he want? Get, get him, you know. Our live spots are worth what fifteen hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, five grand a piece. Yeah, Craig got impressive. Up yeah, Craig's hey, did you know we're on Twitch? What is Twitch? <laughs> Good God! It's a, <laughs> it's a live streaming deal. Yeah, you can watch us broadcast from yeah, here at Torchy's Tacos. Yeah, look, there's Ty. Nice. Oh, Twitch. What's the delay like on today? Twitch? Very. Twitch. Here, let's nice. see what the delay is. I'm going to pick up this piece of paper and wave it around here, and we'll see how many seconds it is delay. All right, give, give us two segments to listen to on the way home. Ty? Uh, well, we're going to talk as uh, – Eight Mississippi. <laughs> as, Craig, as Craig said, college football, we're going to talk Mavs from last night, mm-hmm. disappointing overtime loss. Also going to touch on, to start the show, I had jury duty yesterday, and we will uh, let you know how that went. Did you, Did you say get a chub? Okay, enough. Jeez. All right, next. all that next. Pay ticket, Torchy's Tacos, all Texas Motor next. Speedway, Twitch. All right, Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC, this is Sports Radio 1310 at 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound, a cumulus station.